0: What's up, everybody? Ryan Thomas, live on the Thomas Take Sports Podcast. Bring you another edition of the Thomas Take on anchor.fm slash Thomas Take, as well as Facebook, as well as Twitter, as well as Instagram. Posting audio clips of the podcast on IGTV at Ryan Thomas Take. You can like the Thomas Take Sports Podcast on Facebook. You can follow me all day long. Instant Thomas Takes. At Ryan Thomas Take on Twitter and as I said, Instagram as well. Subscribe to the Thomas Take Sports Podcast YouTube channel. Greatly appreciate the love and support that I receive from each and every member of Bill's Mafia. I've had the honor of meeting so many great people throughout this podcast journey, and they continue to help join the takeover. Hashtag join the takeover. When I post this on Twitter, uh, I want people to give me their take on this topic and what they think about it, but I've really analyzed the rosters of the AFC East, the Patriots, the Jets, the Dolphins, and not much analysis needed to be thrown towards the Buffalo Bills because I know that roster like the back of my hand. Given all the off-season activity, I still look at the roster almost every day, print it out almost every day. Um, I am obsessed with the Buffalo Bills. That's a fact, or else I wouldn't have this podcast. But Sal Capaccio, Bills uh, beat reporter, as well as uh, WGR Sports Radio, Bills beat reporter, or WGR 550 host, columnist, He's got a lot of different titles to his name. What can I say? Sale is is uh, definitely well versed. He tweeted, "What my or, or what are your thoughts on these wide receiver groups?" He asked his his Twitter followers. He posted the Patriots wide receiver group. He posted Buffalo's wide receiver group. Posted the Jets wide receiver group and Miami's wide receiver group. And instantly, I took to it because. I have Sal attached to my Twitter. Whenever he tweets, something pops up. I've, I'm fully subscribed to Sal Capaccio. He's a real good guy, and I, I've had the pleasure of talking to him kind of sparingly throughout the years, but he's somebody that I that I really enjoy and, and uh, find him to be pretty entertaining. Whether I agree with his opinions or not, he's somebody that you can definitely interact with on Twitter. So, I look at these wide receiver groups, and I see the Patriots, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets, and honestly, no bias, just player for player, knowledge for knowledge on these players. I had Buffalo's at the top. Buffalo's wide receiver group, number one, with Cole Beasley, Zay Jones, Robert Foster, Isaiah McKenzie. Duke Williams, a lot of upside, a lot of youth, a lot of talent in this wide receiver group in one Buffalo. Then I took a look at some of the other teams and who they have and who they don't have. And I came away with the impression that New England's wide receiver group is really bad, is so bad that... I, I am, am just stunned that they are actually fielding this group of, of wide receivers. So it really made me think, and, and I had the Bills, I had the Jets, the, the Patriots and the Dolphins actually were last, which I actually think that the Patriots might have a thinner group at wide receiver than the Dolphins do. Really, outside of Julian Edelman, the Patriots receiving group is, is pretty terrible. Granted, they have the best quarterback to ever play the game, so maybe that doesn't matter, and it's shown that at times that hasn't mattered. On paper, though, I like Buffalo's the most. A lot of youth, a lot of speed, some possession guys, some guys that can go up and get the ball. Good mix of talent at the wide receiver position. Made me question, who do I think has the most likely chance of winning this AFC East division that isn't the New England Patriots, and I came away with the Buffalo Bills. And here's why. I think a dynamic to this offseason for Buffalo, unlike any other, is that Brian Dable is back for a second year manning this offense as the OC, helping Josh Allen get better, Helping these offensive skill position players get better, I think that that is paramount to the success of this off of this offset of this offense. I almost said off season of this offense. I think that that is so crucial and so important that Josh Allen has another season left with Brian Dable. Hopefully, this isn't the last one, but it very well could be if this offense is as good as I think it's about to be. Maybe this is Brian Dable's last season. Maybe that's why. Buffalo brought in a guy like Ken Dorsey, who is known as an up-and-coming offensive coaching candidate, somebody that's a quarterback's coach now, somebody that could end up being an OC in the near future in Buffalo. So he's got a close relationship with Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott. I think that that's huge, but there's a lot of layers to that. Brian Dable coming in, being the offensive coordinator to Josh Allen, allows... Allen to not only get better in this offense, on, on this offense, but also the players around him to gel together with him, but it also allows Brian Dable to do a lot of different things play-calling-wise that he couldn't necessarily do last season, couldn't really run these reverses, couldn't really run these trick plays or bootlegs or anything like that because the offensive line wasn't there to protect the franchise's greatest investment in this century. Known as Josh Allen. High praise, right? But I said it. Take it or leave it. Now with this offense, I expect, come training camp, come St. John Fisher time, come time for me to go down there and take in the practices, I expect that Josh Allen, Trey White, all these players, whether it's offense or defense, will look like a cohesive Functional unit, given that the offensive coaches are still there, given that the defensive coaches are still there, the staff remains the same. Brian Dable on offense, Leslie Frazier on defense, with obviously Sean McDermott overseeing the defense and overseeing the offense as the head coach. Another year for the Buffalo Bills coaching staff of continuity, of pushing forward. And we've even seen in New England offensive coaches leave come and go their defensive coordinator is now the head coach in Miami Brian Flores and you have the Jets who take the Dolphins head coach which Buffalo should know a thing or two about him being that they played him twice a year when the Bills take on Miami twice a year so I think coaching wise for the future at the very least, as long as Bill Belichick remains in the division, he's obviously the best coach because he's the best coach ever. But I like Buffalo's chances. If I'm comparing Buffalo to Miami to the Jets, which team has the best chance to take the division and win it? New England is grasping at straws. New England is looking at players that only New England would look at at this current juncture of their career. Ben Watson, being one of those guys, was just suspended for the first four games the season, I believe. It was at least four, maybe two. But they're grasping at straws. And the supporting cast around Tom Brady is probably as worse as it's ever been. Granted, they got Keneal Harry from Arizona State, a receiver that that I really like, and someone that I thought would be a, a solid bet for any which team that drafts him. But At the same time, you have to say to yourself, when is the clock going to run out? When is a time going to come where this supporting cast or lack thereof is going to actually affect Tom Brady? And I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's sooner rather than later. I don't think it's sooner rather than later. I know it's sooner rather than later because of the supporting cast around Tom Brady being, as, as I said, as worse as it's ever been. Barrios, Inman, some receivers that are not that great. So we will see. Will Tom Brady make those receivers better this time? I think the chances of that are slim as time goes on, literally as time goes on. But they do have a decent offensive line. They do have a run game. But Buffalo has a decent offensive line. Buffalo has a decent run game. And they have a quarterback that makes wide receivers better. Can't say Josh Allen doesn't make wide receivers better due to the fact that he played with a lot of undrafted wide receivers, late round wide receivers last year, outside of Zay Jones who was drafted in the second, but Robert Foster, Isaiah McKenzie, he made those guys better. So now with John Brown, with Cole Beasley, Zay Jones, and Foster and McKenzie, Duke Williams, I like these guys. Another player that I think is really going to jump out at Buffalo as far as his performance in training camp, I'm expecting a big training camp out of him, is David Seal, David Sills of West Virginia, undrafted free agent, led the nation in touchdowns, um, and, and had a phenomenal college career. Former quarterback, turned wide receiver that can get open, that can create space, physical, almost Chris Hogan-esque. And that's another guy that the New England Patriots lost, Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan and Rob Gronkowski. Gronkowski obviously to retirement, Hogan to the Carolina Panthers. But you can't tell me Buffalo is not the second best team in this division. I know the Jets had a good offseason, but the Jets, as I've talked about before on the podcast, they've good offseason how? Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Mosley? Yeah, but what else? Not much. Granted, I like the DT from Alabama. You know, He's somebody that, Quinnen Williams is one of the top players in this year's draft, but three players, whereas Buffalo got arguably ten players that will make an immediate impact on this team on both sides of the ball. So I look forward to seeing this shake out, but if I were to pick who will win the AFC East, who has the best chance to win the AFC East outside of the Patriots, I am going with the Buffalo Bills. My expectations are high this season, folks. My expectations, rightfully so, are high. This offseason was great. They revitalized their offensive line. They added weapons for Josh Allen to throw to, and their defense is going to be top five. You heard it here first. Top five, and if things really bounce their way, maybe even top three. So there you have it. If I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, let me know, but I don't think I am.